Hey there, and welcome to the Random Horror Show. I am your host, Casey Lacey, and thank you for listening to my podcast. And I welcome every viewer, listen, I said viewer, listener out there. As we do, as we are doing it, we always be in random as we talk about horror, science fiction, cult classics, fantasy, and the obscure in TV, movies, and books. I want to take a little small dedication and a rest in peace to Thomas Tiny Lister. We all know him as Debo. Um, he passed away Friday from COVID complications. Um, he was 62. He he was around my dad's age. And people, um, this is very serious. And, you know, I always tell you guys to wash your hands, wash your asses, um, keep a mask on. If you don't want to wear a mask, you know, at least stay to six feet distance. But we're going to take a small pause for to remember Thomas Tiny Lister. May he rest in peace. Great actor. We all know him from Friday being Debo. Um, he was also the president in The Fifth Element. Um, whole loads of movies, um, you know, just and he I remember seeing him on um Posse and um I liked him in their role in Posse. I also liked him in the role when he played um the first Klingon that landed on Earth on the pilot episode of Star Trek um Enterprise. Um has Scott Bakula on there when they're um first starting to do Starfleet. He was um playing that role, um, as the Klingon, and that was a good, that was a really good episode, I tell you that, just for a pilot, um, but you are greatly missed, Tiny Zeus Lister, and now he was also a wrestler too, so, you know, I know a couple of people there, uh, there, they wrestle and stuff, but, you know, he, he he was he was a very large than larger than life um person um you know especially he exuded that through um his characters that he um through his acting career and um it's that was that was pretty sad i mean that was some very sad news to hear that you know oh devo well he ain't stealing grandmama chains and Stealing bikes and messing with Craig anymore, but you know he he was a really 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 great um, actor. All right, just moving on. Um, I'm sitting down and I'm drinking me some dandelion tea, and we are going to be randomly chatting and talking about commentating on RoboCop. RoboCop was. Came out in 1987, um, starring Peter Weller, um, Nancy Allen, Kirkwood Smith, better known as Red Foreman of That 70s Show. And I'm going to tell you, if anybody um, like knew Kirkwood before he was Red Foreman, 
now you see where he got the edge for Red Foreman because it's because he is Clarence to he will always be Clarence to me. And when I seen him on that 70s show, I was like, oh wow, it's Clarence. <laughs> he's he, he's raising a family. He's got a teenage son and a and a hot daughter and everything. And stayed, you know, back in the 70s. That's a good show. It had a really uh rough funky start um but it picked up very well uh i like that 70s shit. i still watch it you know till this day it's really good well yes robocop people we're not talking about the remake we are talking about the original one um it is directed by paul roheen or whatever his name is and he did Showgirls. He did, he, yeah, that's the director of Showgirls. If y'all have seen Showgirls, <laughs> I think it would be like an alternate version of uh, Robocop right there. But um, Robocop was one of those um, science fiction fantasy films that, and it was action also, that really just, um, it was a one of a kind because. It was it was made mostly the the movie if you watched it you know with you know with a little bit of depth that it has a Frankenstein theme with it it does it has a Frankenstein horror uh Frankenstein line with it you know the story of Frankenstein um you know and uh what I think that's what got me right there I watched it when I was 10. Um, my dad, he, um, had a, had a VHS tape and back in the day, whenever you want to make a copy of a VHS tape, you had like a dual VHS, you know, player and, you know, you were pretty much the shit when you had one of those. So somebody made a copy for him. Um, you know, we, you know, being bored on a Saturday, you know, living in the country, you know, we done on our chores um, it was like, you know, we missed half the cartoons because we were cleaning and doing chores and, you know, on a farm. So, um, we, you know, usually just watched movies on Saturdays and Robocop was the one film that it did not have anything to do with, you know, like moms and daughters, like, uh, relationships, like on, uh, what's that movie, uh, Terms of Endearment or anything else like that. It was a, to me, it was a real tearjerker because of like the storyline has that Frankenstein, Frankenstein type of, um, storyline with it. But all right. And of course I'm going to be talking about it, you know, some of my childhood, you know, in the relation of, um, Robocop. Well, Robocop is set in a future where you have a lot of the cops are being gunned down by criminals. I mean, criminals criminals are running the streets of old Detroit, and then they separate themselves as like a suburb called Delta City. Well, um, it starts off, um, you know, we see that the um, police are being overworked underpaid, getting murked out there in those streets. 
and the force is like really tired. And this is one of the parts of like uh, old Detroit where there's a um, the police station. I mean, they're trying to do their best. Um, it's pretty much like excessive force with them because they have to use excessive force. Um, the criminals are just like running and tearing down the streets and, you know, we, the whole city just needs a hero. The whole city just needs a whole makeover pretty much of Detroit. And we have like Alex Murphy coming in. Um, Alex is seasoned, you know, police officer. Um, he's coming in from a nicer precinct into this hellhole, as one of the like police officers said. Um there was like a cop that was um in critical condition and the uh the uh, um the commissioner he comes in and pulls off his you know name off the locker and tells the guys about the funeral services and and he was like pissed off because they want to strike and he's like nobody's not striking in this precinct over my dead body nobody's not doing it and of course, we see the foreshadowing of when Murphy slams his locker. He meets his partner, um, Nancy Allen, who plays um, Lewis, and she's also in Carrie, um, the one that set up the whole prank that made Carrie um, skits out and kill pretty much everybody in the whole movie. Well, she is Lewis. She is Murphy's partner. Um, they meet up and he drives and she, he was like, wow, I'm impressed. Cause she kicked some dude's ass in the, you know, precinct after the acting the shit. So they ride off, they get a call from, um, there was a robbery in progress. And here we introduced to red foreman or Clarence and it's a ragtag team. Um, Ray wise is also in this movie. Um, Ray Wise, um, he played in Twin Peaks as Laura Palmer's father, and he also played in the movie Swamp Thing before um, he turned into Swamp Thing. So Ray Wise is in this movie. There's also an actor in here. He played on ER, too. But I forgot his name, but, you know, I was like, it was you'd be very impressive if you see all the actors that's in these older movies. And then you see him in TV shows and, you know, like sitcoms and things like that. And you're just like, wow, this dude like played a badass, like motherfucking murderer, like, or, you know, a criminal. So, of course, you know, they're in a high speed chase. And I like the high speed chase part right there because that was actually filmed um, in Dallas. And if y'all look where it's, you know, representing like Detroit. And you see the uh, spinning um, building. That's actually a restaurant. That's actually filmed, you know, right out now, like right in the outskirts of Dallas. Um, I think that's like I thirty or something. It looks like I thirty to me. But um, yeah, you had like Clarence. He just like got pissed off at one of his cronies. Burnt the money up. He's like, hey boy, you can fly. He like chucks his ass out. 
hits the window and stuff. They push his ass out, you know, Lewis and Murphy. And I'm talking about their guns blazing and everything else at the getaway truck. Because, like I said, this is old Detroit. Detroit is really, really ran over with the corruption of criminals and everything else. So, it gets back into the, um, um, they go to this warehouse. Um, they follow them. There's no backup. Murphy and Lewis go inside the old abandoned warehouse where they're at. And, um, you know, Lewis is knocked off, you know, somewhere and everything. Cause she was like really lame to look at the dudes dingling while she told him to put his hands up. Yeah. The dude was pissing and everything, but yeah, that was, that was one stupid move. You never take your eyes off. That's what my dad said. You never take your eyes off, <laughs> off of somebody that you're fighting or whatever. Never take your eyes off of them. So she did. She got the hell knocked out and they, you know, Murphy, he goes in, he was like, hold him up, stick him up. He shoots one of the uh, crony guys. He wasn't nobody, just some dude looking like, you know, just whatever and everything with his little hat and shit. And the rest of the gang comes in. Here comes Red Foreman. Red Foreman's toying with him, fucking with him and everything, saying, I don't like cops, you know, you must be a good cop. You must be a damn good cop. Oh, I love, like, how Red Foreman did Clarence. Oh, my God, Clarence is, like, one of, he was, he was one of my favorite, favorite villains, and, and Kirkwood Smith played the hell out of him. So Red Foreman blows his hand off. Dude still <laughs> Murphy's like, oh shit, my hand gone. I don't have a hand to give. So, you know, I mean, Red just like, hey, let's like, you know, y'all light him up and everything, cause, you know, I ain't I'm tired of, you know, I'm tired of playing with him. So they light Murphy ass up, you know what I'm saying? I mean, they litter him with like many, many bullet holes. Murphy is still alive. I was like, God dang, you know. This is one of them. This is one of the men that you can shoot by like a hundred times and stuff and still be rolling. They they don't make dudes like that. They don't make men like that before you know anymore and stuff. Because I know back in my grandpa days, you can you can find a dude that got stabbed, shot, hung, whatever. I don't know, and that motherfucker would still be walking around breathing. And then it would sit there and tell you a story. And your grandpa was like, yeah, that dude right there, that's the one that they did all, they shot him up about 12 times. He got stabbed 14 times, you know. And then they said, like, and then, like, later on, probably, like, in life, like, the only way how he died is that he, you know, he tripped, he fell off off the porch and, like, stubbed his toe and he died. That's some weird shit right there. So... You know, Red Foreman's like, oh, okay, dude's still alive. You know, did the kill shot in his head. Murphy is off to the um, ER. Um, dude pronounced dead, junior dead like a motherfucker. And during this time, we have OCP, which runs the cops and stuff. OCP is a big, large corporation that is in military, um, agriculture, different, different things. Um you know, just like a corporation is. <laughs> they have their hand and everything. And you have good old Dick. Good old Dick. He's like, 
you know, letting everybody know, like, hey, you know, fuck the police. We are going to have these janky-ass robots that I have programmed and, and have the protocols and the blueprints for. And he was like, I'm finna impress y'all with this. You know, this is the next wave of, like, police, um, you know, uh, uh, law enforcement and stuff. So the little rinky-dink-ass, like, robot, you know, kills one of the um, the chamber members and stuff. And that didn't go very well, you know, with his boss. He was like, wow, you just killed one of the members of our board, you know, <laughs> with this janky-ass robot that you got. So you have a homeboy, old Miguel Fuhrer. Um, he was saying he was like the next hot shot and everything else. He was like, hey, old man, I got a better plan. Dick shit is really shit. And I'm going to let you know, I got this um, program go- going on called Robocop. You know what I'm saying? He had a different word for it and stuff like that, but it wasn't Robocop. Just saying that. And he's like, we get this like up and running in 90 days. And so like the old man, you know, he's like, all right, then son, show me because this dude right here just really just like tore up my like whole office with this piece of shit robot. So, you know, Murphy was the candidate, you know, he was pronounced dead. Um, you know, bing, bang, boom, you know, they did all the stuff to like make him, you know, like who he is, Robocop, um, 90 days, you know, you got Robocop now, you know, Peter Weller is now Robocop. He's not Alex Murphy anymore. He is Robocop. Robocop comes in into the same precinct that he was there and did not finish his eight hour shift. But he lasted about like four to five hours, you know. He didn't get a good full pay when he was Alex Murphy, but he's going to get a lot of pay while he's Robocop. So they set up shop in the precinct. Everything is OCP. Then you got the hot shot, you know, exec and everything, you know, trying to talk all this hot bully shit, you know, trying to sell them wolf tickets to the to the commissioner, you know, the sergeant of, like, the police department and stuff, and he's just like, you know what, fuck it, y'all, you know, he's pretty much just like, man, I'm just over, because he believes that, like, as long as you have good policemen, you know, out there to protect and serve the uh, the citizens, excuse me, the citizens and stuff, you know, I ain't on this RoboCop, you know, program that y'all are, so we have, like, Murphy and stuff, or RoboCop, um, he's getting all his direct prime order, you know, orders, um, his objectives and stuff. So he has four of them. We know all three of them protect and serve, you know, yada, yada, yada. The fourth one, we don't know right there. So like, yeah, he is like out and about. He done, RoboCop is out on the job. You know what I'm saying? He stops in a, a rape in progress. Um, he also sees the guy that, um, was one of the the ones that murder him in the warehouse. Um, home dude has his motorcycle. He's just like, shit, you know, put it, I'm gonna put some gas up on this bitch. And, you know, he was like fucking with the gas attendant dude and everything. And so when um, old Robocop Murphy seen him and shit, the dude recognized him. Cause he said, dead or alive, you're coming with me. 
because that was the first thing in the warehouse that Alex Murphy said, dead or alive, you coming with me. And when he said that, oh, home dude got scared shitless and he tried to blow up Robocop and he was like, Robocop like, shit, I got all this titanium and everything. You can't fuck me over and stuff again, <laughs> you know? So he like shoots tires and stuff on his motorcycle, gets him and books him and stuff like that. Um, he's, Robocop's starting to have all these, um, dreams. Um, usually like if you have like any movie that you know that has, uh, cyborgism going on, we know that like the, um, organic material still is living tissue and stuff. So he still has brain activity. So he's remembering all this stuff, even though they think they blanked out his brain of all of his memories and stuff, but he still like remembers a lot of shit. Well, anyways, he's he's getting a lot of his memories back, uh, piece by piece. Um, Lewis sees him. She tells him like, "Hey, you're Murphy." He gets a little scared. Yeah, a cyborg of like all this like one ton metal getting scared as hell. So he's like trying to figure out who he is because he feels that he's Murphy, but he doesn't know exactly because everything is like so fresh and so new because he has like all this computer AI shit going on. So he um remembers that he had a family. Um he goes to his family's house. Um he sees like all these blurred images. This is like where the part I like really just lost it as a child. I mean, I totally bawled at this part because that part right there was so just so heartbreaking you know, for a man to be killed in cold blood because he enjoyed, um, a job, you know, a career of like law enforcement to be taken away because he was just only doing the right thing. And then, you know, and seeing that he law, he had a family, he had a son, he had a wife and he just like, like, this mother, that motherfucker got mad when he punched that TV, though. <laughs> he was mad. I felt, I felt that. I felt that in my soul, that part right there. I felt that in my soul. Oh, my God. And that's one of the reasons why, like, Robocop is, like, a very, like, deeply sentimental movie, like, with me. And there's few movie, movies out there that are very, very sentimental. But Robocop was one of those that was, like, really sentimental with me as like 10 years old because I mean I didn't know at the time that like you know I mean yeah I'm very sensitive but I didn't know like I was like you know I guess you could say like empathic in some type of way you know of like oh my gosh you know damn so oh Robocop and shit he's like gaining all his memories um he you know he gets like oh homeboy out of the club and stuff, you know, um, he's trying to find every motherfucker that shot his ass that murdered him, um, during this time and everything, um, Dick and Eric, you know, he's pretty, pretty pissed off at the, the young buck and everything that has this like successful program of the Robocop program. So Dick was like, you know what, you know, I'm going, you know what, I'm going to sabotage this shit in any fucking way that I can because this little bastard then took over of what I have created years and years and and he just have this shit right here this monstrosity 
this abomination, you know, he's just like, you know, it's like that showing of like how, you know, some people get upset, like when the older worker or something versus the younger worker, because the younger worker is fresh and has like great ideas while the older person feels like, you know, he's getting played out, he's getting tapped out and everything, you know, but it doesn't even have to be like that. But, you know, oh, Young Buck was like, you know, fuck you, I'm finna go for the gold. And that's exactly what he did. And, of course, he can't, he, he you know, he got a raise and everything else. Um, Dick, you know what? He was like, you know what? I'm gonna teach your ass a lesson. So, Dick uh, hires Clarence because, as you know, you know how corruption is and shit. Come on now. You can't be stupid at that right there. He gets old Clarence, old Red Foreman, tells Red Foreman, like, hey, this is where, like, old Young Buck stay. Um, give him a surprise for me. So Red Foreman goes over there, you know, old Young Buck, he got his, like, little hot little chicks and stuff. You know, they're coking it up and everything, you know, with the nose candy. Um, yeah, Red Foreman comes and shoots him in the leg and puts a grenade right there. He pops the little CD in and there's old good old dick right there. You know, let him know like, Hey, you fuck with the wrong man. He's like, it's time that I cash you out. Shit explodes and stuff. Oh, young buck dead. Oh, young buck dead. So, you know, Dick Jones, he murdered Dick Jones. Murdered old young buck. <laughs> hey, I was saying like this. Don't be sleeping on older people like that. Because really, older people be knowing a motherfucking thing or two. And I don't fuck with my elderly like that. Because they going to, yeah, you fuck with them like that. Oh, yeah, they're going to teach you a lesson. And I and I know and I'm from the country and this is some old school people and oh yeah they yeah um yeah there was an incident um yeah some young lady um she thought she can get over a, um an older well seasoned lady with some with some yayo yo mess and she got her ass toe up end of story <laughs> that's all I gotta say. <laughs> and, and and people trip out to my yeah he got that dash strength yeah that old man dash strength is something else right there I tell you that it ain't nothing to play with so anyways so Robocop he's like gathering all the criminals that has um you know murdered him or you know his human form Alex Murphy um, his dude, the dude is dead, you know, the one that, um, put the program together to make him as to Robocop. Um, we have like where, oh, look, it says my battery saver. See, you can hear me like my battery and stuff is like going all crazy, but like, oh, well, we can continue on. <laughs> I told you this is going to be random as hell though. But, um, you know, we have, we have, like, Murphy or Robocop to, like, say. Um, he's getting to the bottom of it. Um, he has that, like, that little badass, like, little knife thingy that comes out of his hands and stuff. Um, he, like, he stores a lot of information. 
Um, so he's like finding out who's uh, Clarence is, and he has a rap sheet. Like I don't know what his rap sheet is long than a four A high school graduation. That's how long his stuff is. Four <laughs> A high schools of two hundred, two hundred plus children graduating. That's how long his rap sheet is. So, um, old Clarence and everything, you know, he's, um, you know, meet up at a warehouse where like, there is another rival, um, drug dealer, you know, person kind of like him. Um, they exchange, you know, unpleasantries and stuff. Um, damn, I'm just going to say it like this. Uh, movies back then, they did not give a damn if they called you a WAP. Uh, a chink or whatever like yeah it, it, they, were, they were pretty rough back there but you know that's just how movies were back then and stuff so don't even be triggered by it that's just how that just how the language is and that's how the script was written but I was kind of like damn that's messed up when he called that dude a wop and everything um yeah and he got heated for a moment and got everybody pulled out they paced out it's like all right we've been we've been shoot up and so so you know right then robocop comes in and just bust their like little cocaine little you know little thing going on there's guns blazing robocop <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I love that gun. I wish I had a gun like Robocop, though. I'm... I bet that shoots by like 10 to 12 bullets in just one setting. Shit. So, he gets Clarence. Clarence is like, rats out, you know, dick and everything. You know, Robocop threw his butt through the damn windows and everything and stuff. Tore his butt up. So, Dick... So, Dick is ratted out by Clarence. And so, like, uh, Robocop, you know, books Clarence and stuff like that. Um, Dick Jones bails him out of jail. Um, Robocop is like, hey, I'm finna, like, get this motherfucker right now. So, Dick is already waiting for him. Um, you know, he goes in and says, you're under arrest. You're coming with me. Um... You know, you broke the law. Robocop goes over there. He was like, oh, snap, what the hell is going on? Well, the objective four is, is that you cannot hurt anybody or arrest anybody that works for OCP. That was objective four. So, you know, that monstrosity of dicks and everything is, you know, already fixed up and everything. Um... It tears the shit out of uh, Robocop. Um, yeah, so now we are met with the task force. Um, they shot the shit up out of Robocop and everything. Lewis finds him. Lewis is like, rescues, uh, you know, Murphy and everything. And they go back to the place where Murphy was murdered at in the old abandoned warehouse. Um, it, they didn't have no other place to go. Uh, Murphy is hurt. He doesn't even have like peripheral to like shoot. Um, you know, um, Dick is now like, Hey Clarence, you know, gather your gang, kill Robocop, 
end this shit. I done ended his creator. Now we finna kill the monster. So they came over there and the, where it all got started and stuff. And so like the gang and everything, they're, you know, they're doing their random, like nice little hijinks. And of course, you know, old Peter Weller don't have his little, little visor on. He had those cute little thick ass lips and everything he was playing Robocop. I noticed it was like, it was like back in the day, women were kind of like, damn, you know, like, I know it was like a character, you know, you know, machine and stuff, but damn, Peter Weller got some sexy ass lips. He did. He has some sexy ass lips though. And so Lewis and Robocop, they tow their ass up. Um, I'm just going to say that was like one of the baddest ass, like, fight scenes even though it was a little short i think it was like at least about five minutes but they did not really i mean they really tightened it where it was like really effective um lewis blows up you know one of the cronies and stuff in the crane uh robocop gets like all that junk like hit on him and stuff there in that water i mean clarence is coming over there now you see the real true Red Foreman just whooping his ass and stuff, hitting him and everything. I mean, and then Robocop came with that little old knife and stuff. Shink, shink! Got his ass, you know. I mean, shanked him right in the juggling stuff, man. But, like, for real, though, that was, like, really cool, though, because, like, Red Foreman wasn't scared of no damn Robocop. He's like, this is a metal-ass man. I'm finna, I'm finna get him no matter what. I mean, Clarence was, like, pretty badass. That's the reason why he was one of my favorite villains, like, of, you know, you know, of this movie and stuff. And so, of course, they got done. You know, Lewis is hurt. <laughs> Murphy's like, hey, fix you. <laughs> they fixed me. They fixed you. <laughs> Had, like, a little laugh, but, like, a little joke right there. So, you know, he got, he gained it all like that old robo strength and the shit. He came up in there, up the OCP. Of course, you know, Dick got his monstrosity of like, whatever the hell it is. <laughs> I was like a stupid robot. A robot was stupid, man. Shoot. Murphy like blew his ass up from Kingdom Come. Came up there up in like, you know, up to the office and everything. Dick Jones thought he was like, yeah, there he is. I'm finna get his ass and stuff. You know, this thing right here, you know, you, you put Young Buck on this slight project and look how it is. It's turning against us. We need to destroy it. So, like, old Dick, like, shit, fuck it. He got that big long-ass gun and stuff like he's smoking the band of the wood over, you know what I'm saying? He like, the old geezer gets it. Then, like, the the top chairman exec, he's like, Dick, you're fired! Bam! Like, oh, he put that old-ass elbow, like, strength on that, on Dick and everything. Shit. Robocop, like, thank you, sir. And then, you know, he, like, shoots him. He, like, falls through the window. That was, like, a really shitty shot, you know, of, like, Dick Jones. It's like, how did his body get, like, really weird and elongated? I never got that part. I mean, they should have, like, did, like, a dummy or something, you know, or a mannequin. But that, like, shot of him, like, falling out the window, that was, that didn't make any sense. They did a bad job with that right there. But finally, the evil dude is gone. You know, 
the old man, the old chairman man asks who he is. He's like, nice shooting son. What's your name? And he says, Murphy. End of the movie. That was a great movie. Robocop really, like... Uh, like I said, it does pull on your heartstrings. It was, it had a really, 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 really great storyline. I cannot imagine, I cannot believe that whole fucking movie was green lighted. I mean, can you just like imagine the writers and how they're like presenting this script to like the execs is like, Hey, we have this great story. You know, it's a man, but he's like part machine and like, he's a cop. But then he comes like a super cop and, and, you know, oh, okay, carry on, carry on. I, I, I watch like, I watch screen, screen rants, screen rants and stuff. Those are funny, but can you just imagine like the whole green lighted of like Robocop? I mean, somebody convinced the shit out of these execs to green light it. And you know what? They really executed it very, very well. There was like sequels that sprung from it. I would say Robocop and the second Robocop was like really good and stuff. Um, It did lose a little bit of his magic like in the second movie, but it was still pretty good. Um, I really don't care for, you know, the third ones and stuff like that. They even came out with a Robocop cartoon there was like also back then like I said with gremlins and stuff like um how Mattel and Hasbro uh, marketed towards kids like with movies and so Robocop was not the first one of an R-rated movie that had like a cartoon and like toys Rambo uh was the first to actually have a cartoon a R-rated movie Rambo you know um, a R-rated action movie that wasn't for kids and they marketed to kids to, you know, like a Rambo cartoon and a Rambo, you know, toys and stuff. I'm telling you, and that's the reason why when you, y'all notice now, like that's how you start to have like your loyal customers. You market it to the young kids. And that's the reason why some of your parents go broke as hell around Christmas, buying up all these toys and stuff because of what marketing, I was in marketing, okay? So I understand it. You know, that was my major. Uh, yeah, it's, it's cutthroat like that. And, you know, we will, marketing, I don't do that myself, but like, they will do it. They will market anything. They can, if they was like a porn or something, they will market that shit and make it unporny. That's just how real fucked up stuff is and everything just to make a dollar and stuff. I'm not like big anti-corporate. I believe in like capitalism and stuff, but it's like some things in capitalism I don't agree with. Excuse me. But also like it does have like, like a, how like things are today with um, police brutality, um, you know, um, excessive violence and stuff like that of like 2020 of what's going on. Um, you know, I actually do believe in like law enforcement and stuff. Um, I do depend on it. I have a 86 year old grandmother. Um, I do need the police in her life. You know, you never know. Somebody might break in her house or whatever, you know, somebody might, 
hurt me or, you know, hurt my daughter and everything. So I do need the police. And, you know, pretty much we do. I don't believe in defuncting the po- defunding the police and stuff. I believe in reforming. Um, get all the badass eggs out of that bitch. Um, it goes way deeper than that. Um, I'm not very, po- I'm not a really a political person, but just looking at it from both sides and stuff. Um, I understand it, but like, we actually do need law enforcement. And sometimes like when I, you know, sometimes I watch the news, I don't like watching news that much. I'm like, damn, we're RoboCop at <laughs> here. You know? like, we're RoboCop. For real, where's RoboCop? Because it's getting ridiculous. It really is. It really is. It really is. Um, you know, um, you have, I mean, you had RoboCop had like great talents that came out of, from this movie. Um, you know, like I said, Red Foreman, Kirkwood Smith, you had Peter Weller when he played, um, Enter the Darkness of the Star Trek reboots of, of J.J. Abrams. Um, kind of had, he was like part of the military part of Starfleet. Oh my God, that shit was crazy. When Benedict Cumberbatch, his sexy self, damn Dr. Strange, Dr. Strange, like, oh, Dr. Strange. Oh my God. He like came and like pushed his eyeballs out when he was killing him, when he was playing Khan. And I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, dang. But it was like really good seeing Peter Weller, you know, in Star Trek. And, you know, he was kind of like a villain in it too himself. And I was like, damn. But I like, I mean, I I, I like me some Peter Weller. I mean, he's old as hell though. But, you know, he's still kind of fine to me though. You know what I'm saying? I mean, ain't no shame in my game. Ain't no shame in my game. Well, I hope you guys like that episode of RoboCop. Um, you know, it's like one of those movies that was very, very sentimental to me as a child. I mean, I literally like bawled through the movie because it, I mean, it was, it was much deeper than just the action packed, um, the science fiction of it, of like cyborgism, um, you know, um, you know, we have like stuff like Ghost in the Shell, you know, Neon Evangelist and stuff like that. I could probably pronounce that like last one. I just call it <laughs> Neon E. That's what I say. Neon E. You know, um, it did. It did have, it kind of had like that little bit of that sci fi like anime pop with it and stuff. Um, you know, I'm going to say it like this. The original is still the freaking best. Robocop, um, that remake was just a horde of shit. Um, I didn't like the way how he, the, the remake Alex Murphy, like, reunited with his family and stuff like that. I was like, this shit is so wrong. I didn't even like Michael Keaton in it and stuff. I was just like, man, you're a Batman and Mr. Mom, come on. This is not for you. But that, that Robocop remake was literally just crap. I, I mean, I could, only thing I could say, like it had as good merits is that the Robocop suit. I mean, the Robocop suit was really, it was pretty sleek. I took, I give it that. And if y'all, um, like big fans, there's like some YouTube channels. If like, uh, I don't know, I forgot, but like this dude, he like made it like where 
if RoboCop and a Terminator, like, you know, fought each other, guess who would win? RoboCop. It would be very, very close for, like, the Terminator win, but the Terminator, like, self-destructs and shit. But the term, but RoboCop will actually, like, beat the Terminator. And I watched it on YouTube. It's somewhere on YouTube. But you, you look it up. Look it up. It's, like, Terminator versus RoboCop. And, you know, RoboCop wins and stuff. So, like, there you go. I mean, it's a no-brainer. Also, I also like to uh, correct myself and I apologize. I said Ramadan in the last video of Gremlins. Ramadan starts in April around Easter. So I apologize. I'm usually not apologetic, but this is your first and your last time of hearing me apologizing for saying Ramadan during this time. Ramadan starts in April. So my apologies. But anyways, um, I just had to like throw it out there for like this Saturday and next Saturday we're not doing one, but you can join us back after Christmas where we're going to be doing the last episode of 2020 with Black Christmas. So who that movie is something else. Well, anyways. Y'all have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful month. Um, keep washing your butts. Get your TB test. Get your corona test. I get tested for corona for like twice a week and stuff. Um, just celebrate with the ones that you love. I mean, people if you, you know, don't talk to or whatever. You know, if they don't want to talk to you, it's okay. It's all right. It's all right. But anyways, I will see you guys after Christmas with Black Christmas. And y'all have a wonderful Christmas, you dang selves. And, you know, be good and stay healthy. Take care. This is KC Lacey with The Random Horror Show.